Uh, are we getting, are we gonna start? Yeah, we're starting um, with that. Wait, um, am I? Oh, started. Oh, nice. Then you're gonna do all the things. Wait, what? You're gonna do them all because I don't wait. know what they are. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. For the first one. I'm so confused. What things? What are you talking about? The the first one, you know. The first one. Okay, that's why you didn't want to say it. <laughs> So he, um, he's sworn to never say Citroen again. That's why he didn't yep. want to say it. So, I can't even do that one, because it's... <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> the Citroen... No, can't, can't even, no, I can't even do it. You can't? No, you just Isuzu. Can't. <laughs> Isuzu. For Vinance, a new version of their DMX truck to fit the key, K car, key car, or K car market. I always K forget. car, K car market. Uh, it's basically just a short version of the big American truck. Even though they don't, either they don't sell it here or it doesn't sell well. Uh, they don't. They're, sell it they're big. They're big truck. They're mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, Honda have announced a uh, co-pilot seat for your dog uh that's pretty dope yeah, honestly like if i can take my dog just kind of just like cruising you know yeah. that's 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 dope and i don't know i don't know if this is news actually from land rover or if this is just top gear saying this but allegedly rumor uh land rover has a uh a, a mid-engine sports car coming Land Rover. Yeah. Hey, you know something else? No. April Fools. This is this wow. was a bad April Fools Day. Uh, yeah. One. And I'll tell you why. Well, first of all, the Citroen one that we couldn't do. It's literally because Citroen just took a picture of their meat and said, "When you uh, do your April Fools Day joke, not on April Fools Day." Yeah, the Ami is definitely an April Fool's Day joke, but the sad thing is they're making it. Yeah, actually, the sad it's not, part is that it actually kind of exists. Um, it's but, not the worst no, thing you're in the probably world. Wondering why? Why is this so bad? Why is it only Honda and Isuzu actually did it, and Land Rover? I don't even think that was a Land Rover thing. I think they were just Top Gear saying that Land Rover was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially. Everyone's too scared because of what happened with Volkswagen last year. When Volkswagen yeah. put out their April Fool's Day joke on the wrong day. And and uh, then got investigated by the, the what was it, the uh, FTC. Uh -huh. <laughs> they got investigated by the Federal Trade Commission for, like, basically um, falsely, they, basically misleading inve investors. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, so now everyone's too scared to do the uh, April Fool's Day jokes. I hope they return because a April They're Fool's Day good. is like one of the highlights of the year. Yeah, it really is. You know what's Sadly also a highlight of the year? Uh, no. Russia. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> so not a highlight actually, but the Russian invasion in Ukraine is still going on as far as I've heard. Fighting has come to a standstill. Anyways, Renault, we already talked about Renault kind of just shut down operations with Lada, but rumors now is that Russia is moving to nationalize uh, the Autobahs slash Lada division of Renault. Which feel like we should specify re-nationalize. Yes, actually re-nationalize, <laughs> because if you don't know what that means, that means essentially take the company or the branch of the company and say, congratulations, you're now part of the Russian government. And Renault will go, wait, what? that, that was part of my company. What did you just do? And then Russia would say, we just took it. And well, stole it. they do have to pay for it. Oh, they do? I didn't know well, that. Well, they're supposed to. Whether or not they actually will is another question. It's kind of the same thing with, like, when the U.S. wants to put a highway through your house. It's like they technically have to pay for it. No, the U.S. actually does have to pay, despite the fact that eminent domain exists. They have to provide you with what's referred to as adequate market price so they have to provide you with what basically when you pay property taxes they value your house yeah. they have to pay you that amount they have to pay you that your house is value based i on would think they would have taxes. to pay you more for the trouble of moving nope yeah. they don't give you any more <laughs> that's what they sh well that's what they should do yeah well it's it's the government they're gonna yeah. pay you as little as they can uh or it could be like that one guy who has his house that is actively ruining the Eisenhower. Yeah. Because his house is in the way of another lane. Well, you know, there's this thing called eminent domain. If they really wanted to, yeah. they could just tell him to leave. <laughs> well, there's also there's... this thing called uh, driving properly, and the Eisenhower would not be terrible if people knew how to drive right. Yeah. <laughs> there's no arguing with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, um, the Toyota Corolla GR. Yes, 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 yes. The Toyota GR Corolla has finally been announced. Uh, it's been teased about a million times this past year. Uh, specs are pretty similar to the GR Yaris, with one significant change. It has forty-three more horsepower. So same engine. 1.6 liter turbocharged three cylinder. This time it's making 300 horsepower instead of the Yaris's 257. Yeah. Um, and it has, it redlines about 6,500 RPM, um, 273 pound feet of torque. Um, and power is delivered through a six speed manual gearbox. It's got some computerized rev matching, which is like, Honestly, kind of standard for most manual transmissions nowadays. Some people don't like like rev matching. You can probably turn it off, but it's there. Um, it is, of course, an all-wheel drive hot hatch because it's like the key to the, the GR Yaris and now the GR Corolla. Um, very sophisticated all-wheel drive system can vary the uh, front-to-rear um, power, like, yeah, front-to-rear power ratio. Uh, can go between 60-40, 60 at the front, 50-50, so completely balanced, or a 30-70 to a pretty near rear-wheel drive setup, which is 
pretty decent. Um, was, was my burp really that audible that this just picked it up? I didn't hear it. So. Oh, well, <laughs> I, 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 I like neck burped and it like picked it up on the thing. Nice. I'm sorry, were you done? Um, honestly, pretty much, except All for right. the fact that uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm honestly really, really excited about the GR Corolla. It does look like a very, very fun car for like the enthusiast. Uh, it's got a bunch of fancy stuff going on with the all-wheel drive system. It's just a really nice. It looks like a really nice car, um, and it's gonna be not too expensive. We don't know exact price yet. I don't think. We don't know any like actual zero to sixty times, but we do know that it's gonna be pretty pretty dope because the GR Yaris did not disappoint, and we don't expect this to either. Something I always like looking at is like, um. When my brain stops, uh, that that's something I always like looking at is, a uh, with, like, Lotus, what? Where is my, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, an electric Lotus. Anyways, what I always like thinking about or looking at is, or just, like, thinking about is, where will the used car market be, like, for these, like, this GR Corolla in, like, 20 years? Um, honestly, that's a good question. I think this is just kind of my speculation. I think the GR Corolla is going to be in tight competition with the Golf GTI for that, like, that peak hot hatch budget range. No Type R? It's, no, the Type R does not count as budget. <laughs> no, type I R mean, is a like, $40, car. I mean, like, in the future when we see used versions of these. The Type R prices have still been way higher than GTIs for the same year for used cars. It, I don't ever see the Type R being in the same price range as the GTI. All right, now let's talk it's, about the sports car, uh, the, the hot hatches for Mini. Let's talk about them real fast. No, let's let's, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, Lotus Mini? have been teasing. Lotus what? have been teasing. An electric SUV for a little while now. And uh, it has appeared. And, well, first of all, the idea of Lotus having an electric SUV, China. All right, continuing. Uh, I mean, Lotus is at the point where they need a Hail Mary. Uh, Riken and stole all their money when they were starting to become cool again. I love that act. Kimi Räikkönen is actually like a legitimate reason uh, that uh, Lotus Kimi started Räikkönen going downhill. Bankrupted Lotus. <laughs> actually, yeah. Thank you, Kimi Räikkönen. Very cool. <laughs> um, but uh, this Elytri, this new electric SUV, uh, comes based with six hundred horsepower. Uh, it has an 800-volt battery with more than 100 uh, kilowatt of capacity. And they've claimed that the... Uh, uh, brain froze. What? The distance on it is 315 miles using the EPA the range? cycle. Range, thank you. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. It's right there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's also yeah. going to be a flagship version in a couple of years with 900 horsepower, 
Though that's the only wow. figure we have currently on that version. The one that you can pre-order right now is the 600 horsepower, which is still crazy. Can uh, you pre-order it right now? I thought it says it was just revealed. <laughs> anyway, you it doesn't can really matter. Not pre-order, but you could probably like put in interest for it. You can tell Lotus you, you want can one. Send them a letter <laughs> with five hundred dollars and say me wanty. Yeah, me what? Don't don't do that, please. <laughs> um, uh, wait Mercedes. Till they... I mean, they could be quality. No, no, that's not what I mean. I don't don't just send Lotus a letter with five hundred dollars saying I want that car. <laughs> no, it's like a form you fill out. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, just send know, them a naked letter. They won't count it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> You're just sending them $500 at that point. Anyway, um, the Mercedes-AMG EQS. They wouldn't, sorry, finally... fast, they wouldn't know what it was because it's yes. not British money. Continue. Very true. Uh, <laughs> we finally have some pricing info and some other specs-ish. Um, the EQS is, of course, the electric S-Class. The AMG version is the stupid fast one. Uh, and the AMG EQS is set to start at $148,550, uh, which is kind of ridiculously high when you consider the fact that the regular version, just the Mercedes EQS, is $45,000 less. So you have to wonder, is that little tiny bit of performance worth the $45,000, which is nearly 33% or a third of the cost of the entire car? Is it really worth it? Well, that's it that's up for you to decide. Get the full performance? No. Uh, reminder that the peak Peak power is 751 horsepower and 752 pound-feet of torque. There, that's through, like, a boost button. Um, and just, like, nominal without the boost is 649 horsepower and 700 pound-feet of torque. So, you know, it, it's very powerful. That's, that's definitely a fact. <laughs> um, is it worth it? Who knows? So it's gonna be a longer it, episode. I just thought about that. Like, when it comes to like power per dollar, obviously there are significantly more performance electric cars that you can get for significantly cheaper. Yeah. But will it also have the luxury of an S class? Honestly, at that point, you're gonna have to go test drive one because we don't know. Moving on. Stolen cars found in the back of a California marijuana facility. Who knows, man? The California State uh, Highway Patrol Southern Division proudly announced the discovery of at least 35 stolen vehicles, amounting to $2.3 million. Uh, as a result of a months-long investigation, a special service vehicle theft unit uh, Am I reading that right? Uh... Uh, they it they found it at there was a dot in there but that's fine. the scene of the crime. Uh, a, a okay, so it, it was found at a marijuana growing operation that, as far as I could tell, is legal. I couldn't find anything that was saying if it was illegal or legal. Point is, said well over four hundred no. plants, and I think if you're like an actual company, that's about standard. 
Yeah, but the license for that would be like at least a million dollars. Oh damn. Um who knows at that point. They honestly. yes, they uh they confiscated the cars. I do believe they confiscated the plants and a singular firearm firearm which tells you what their nice. security was like. <laughs> yeah. Could have gotten a lot of free weed. No. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um that these cars were found, most of them were like mid level luxury vehicles. Yeah, there's there's like a lot so, of BMW, so no Mercedes, like you know Lexus. Enzo Ferrari that would have like, you know had the United States government looking for it because that rich guy paid someone off. But yeah, there's like eighty to hundred thousand dollar cars, you know. Yeah. Decently expensive cars. Uh, well it's enough that thirty five cars can make up two point three million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yep, that's about right. Um, is it time to move on? Uh, yeah, yeah that's pretty much all there is for that story. Don't steal cars. Listen, yeah, kids, don't steal kids, cars. Uh, kids in southern Indiana, I know you're thinking about it, don't. But they're really good at it. No, <laughs> they, I know kidding. they're really good at it. They're not. Um, federal emissions have changed the emissions regulations have changed a little bit um now basically the reason this is important and the reason this has happened so recently is because of a little bit of a whoopsie daisy with you know gas prices among other things uh, <laughs> so basically the main change has been there's been an increase in the um corporate average fuel economy requirements um, for all car manufacturers selling in the United States. Now, this increase has been to 46 miles per gallon by the end of 2022. So what that means is, uh, you, you might think that's pretty high because you've seen the average fuel economy of most cars on the market, and like not a lot of them are above 46. So to have an average be 46, it's like, what's going on there? Well, the biggest deal about this is, the cor uh, corporate average fuel economy requirement is based on the old EPA testing method, which yields about 20% higher fuel economy rating than the current model. So they still use the old EPA ratings to judge this specific requirement for some reason. Lord knows why. But um, basically what that means is that this 46 mile per gallon target is realistically about like 40 to 41 mile per gallon uh, from what you've seen on like the window sticker of a car, which is a bit more reasonable to target with a bunch of the hybrids on the market today. So the other thing that's been changed about it is the amount, the dollar amount for the fine. So very similar to the way the European fines work that we talked about last year. This is a dollar per mile per gallon per car sold. Now, the dollar amount is increased from five. Oh no, it wasn't five point five. Actually, yeah, it was. It was five point five dollars per point one mile per gallon to fifteen dollars per point one mile per gallon per car sold in the U.S. market. That's for every point one mile per gallon under the target for your average. The car company has to pay $15 per unit car sold. Now, that basically means that fines have the potential to be in the billions of dollars for, like, 
this change, if Stellantis did absolutely nothing, would increase their fine by an, an amount of half a billion dollars. Now, most car companies in the U.S. actually already pay this fine because this is a pretty hard target to meet. But by increasing the dollar amount of this fine, it's it's a more it's encouraging the car companies to actually try hard because before it wasn't really something they cared about because the fine was so little that it didn't really matter to them. But now that the fine is almost three times bigger than it was before and the mile per gallon target has increased, there is going to be a, it's going to be a bigger deal basically. Um, so that should hopefully encourage automakers to actually put some effort into making more economic cars uh and more environmentally friendly cars we will see who knows moving on did you die yes Maybe. i uh bridgestone is a tire company bridge they are huh they are, in fact, a tire company. Wait, they are? I didn't know that. Bridgestone <laughs> um, has been given a grant from the U.S. Department of Energy uh, to continue to do research, as far as I can tell, uh, to find a uh, wait, sustainable alternative to rubber. Since rubber is not very good for the environment, uh, this new source comes from a plant, and this plant has a rather um, funny name. It's called. Can, can I just put a slight um, no asterisk on what you just said? Um, the issue with current natural rubber is rubber trees don't grow very well in cold climates, or anywhere that's not like tropics. Like, but they're bad for the environment. Jungle. Nah, no, no, no. Rubber trees are they're trees. They're 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 not bad for the environment. Also, the I thought is, I thought like tire rubber was made with part like oil, not like tire oil. rubber is is synthetic rubber. Exactly, that's the issue. No, that's synthetic rubber doesn't come from rubber trees though. The reason we use a lot of synthetic rubber is because rubber trees are hard to grow in a lot of in a mass quantity because they only grow in the tropics. So we have to or a sustainable alternative Basically, to fake rubber. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> can be grown much more bulkly than actual rubber. Yeah, exactly. And the plant is called Goyuni. <laughs> G U A Y U L E. Too many vowels. Yeah. Exactly. It's a plant, though. It is, in and... fact, a plant. We still have a while. We still have four more topics. Wow. <clears throat> Who knows? Yeah. Maybe the plant will be good. Maybe it won't. Well, I'll tell you by the picture I saw of a Bridgestone man looking, standing in a field looking at a. a Plant and going. Mm -hmm, this is a plant. I want to get back to the track now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think it's time to move on from rubber onto China. So, 
as you've probably heard, uh, there have been some pretty large COVID outbreaks in China, and this has caused one specific GM factory to basically tell their workers they're not allowed to leave. Oh. Um, because the risk of workers getting COVID when they leave the factory is very high. So basically, the workers either have the option of leaving, going home to their family, and not coming back to work until the outbreak is over, in which case they probably wouldn't get paid, or don't leave the factory, sleep at the factory, eat at the factory, but make money and get paid for your time there. Um, now that just leave, that just lets GM keep the factory lines running because other automakers have had to shut down their plants entirely because of a, la a lack of workers due to the outbreaks because everybody's getting, getting COVID. Um, kind of brings up the kind of thing where it's like in the U.S. this literally wouldn't be allowed. It's kind of like a gross violation of um, workers' rights, at least in the U.S. But, you know, China's a little bit different. So I guess this is okay. Uh, <laughs> it's not really... But, you know, if honestly, if it comes down to it and the workers are completely fine with doing it, because honestly, it does keep them safer too. being able to isolate from the rest of the population does actually decrease their chance of getting COVID significantly. There can be arguments made if they want to do it, then that's fine with them. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of interesting how you see these weird solutions come up to problems that really shouldn't exist. But anyway... Mm move on um viva las vegas the formula one circus is now heading to money vegas um <laughs> as their third or actually are they doing miami after this year what do you mean like is miami on a long-term contract or is that just this yes. year yes miami is on a long-term all right well then this will be the third race in the united states they've expressed interest in um expanding more races to the u.s they've also expressed interest in expanding their calendar in general for some reason um really yeah. really making those teams logistics managers cry now one side note about that is though um there is actually a cap in how many races they can have in a season in the current concord yes and i believe that number is 25 or 26 it is 24 Oh, 24. Okay. You want to know something well, funny? That... Yeah, I, right now they're scheduling like 26 for next season, aren't they? No, you know what's funny? You uh, know what it was last season? 23. 23? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. 24 well, this season. They're adding yeah. in three new races next season. So... It'll probably be expanded again next season. Mm, the thing is... There's speculation that at least one race will be dropped off the calendar from this year to next year. And there's some heavy speculation that it's going to be um, Paul Ricard. Huh. Be because, honestly, Paul Ricard has kind of been a disaster when it comes to actually, like, event, like, logistics. Because... There's not enough big roads going to the circuit, so there's always like a three-hour traffic jam to get to. And um, the track is synonymous with boring races. It wasn't one last time, exactly. but like... Yeah, it's just kind of a boring track. Like, yeah, there's... and um, 
France is kind of in the middle of a bunch of races, so it's not like, you know, they're exactly missing out. Yeah, and the only... The thing is, there are only three circuits that don't have a um, contract. Yeah, like they're still within on the current road trip. Or wait, it's, it's France, Europe. They're still within train ride distance. The three circuits is um, Paul Ricard, Spa, and um, I don't remember the third one. I, oh, uh, Monaco, I want to say. But they're not getting rid of Monaco. And if they get rid of Spa, they're Oh, they're not getting hell. rid of Spa. No way. There was some no. talk about it, but I don't think no. they would. They would, I, honestly, I don't think they would. I really don't. I would they actually would have to boycott. Be, I I honestly would too because Spa is such a Spa is it's such a legendary track it, it, and it's such a good race. No, every it's time actually too. been voted on it's multiple occasions like to be the best track. It it really it really which I mean is. you know, Spa Sector Three really likes to argue with that statement, but. <laughs> we don't talk about the last chicane. We don't okay? talk about Sector Three. <laughs> yeah. Or the DRS run after a rouge, which is laughably yeah. easy to pass people on, and there's no way to yeah, defend well, from. It happens. Yeah. Anyway, uh moving on. Um But yeah, they go into Las Vegas. Uh it's gonna be a Saturday race because I Sorry, I wasn't done. Saturday night race. The Saturday night race, and it's predicted to be sometime around November, so towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really... It's it's going to be either right after the America Grand Prix, the, uh, the U.S. Grand Prix, or right after the Mexican Grand Prix. It's going to be inside <laughs> that, that window. That would be really funny if they did uh, U.S. Grand Prix, Mexican Grand Prix, Vegas. Well, they're going to do it in one of those orders because it's easiest for logistics. But I think they're going to do I, – I, if I had to bet, they're going to do a triple header, uh, USGP, Vegas, Mexican GP. Oh, I that can't be imagine being a director of logistics for a team. I know, right? Yeah. More Legitimately, we're getting to the point where almost half of all weekends are F1 Grand Prix. And that's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know that happens. If, if anyway. what would be cool is if uh, them Formula E and IndyCar were all on rotation. That would not be cool. That would be really weird, but Why? also kind of cool. Anyway, uh, they also kind of are. The like Formula E overlaps with Formula One's off season. IndyCar overlaps with both of their off seasons. No, IndyCar, IndyCar so, I mean, overlaps with them because it's a different organization and I don't care. But they do exactly, actually try exactly. and make Formula E and... Uh... Formula E's season started so much earlier this year than Formula yeah, 1. Yeah, but they... then they just skipped March. And now, yeah, now, yeah, now yeah, a week yeah, from yeah, the day yeah, is the yeah, next yeah. race. Yeah, well, you know, that happens. Anyway, um, let's move on before we get sidetracked even more. Okay. <laughs> Bugatti Rimac has teased uh, two new cars at their uh, their reveal of their like their uh, Berlin engineering offices. So during the the announcement of their opening of engineering um, office engineering and design offices in Berlin, they had a background in the presentation where you see two cars distinctly. One with a Rimac logo and one with a Bugatti logo, under cover. Oh, uh, 
which implies that they have two new cars, one for Bugatti and one for Renek, oh. that are ready to be revealed that are not revealed yet, which is honestly pretty exciting because we've heard some... We've heard some hype from Bugatti Remac recently that they have some special stuff coming when it comes to hybrid internal combustion Bugattis and Remacs with like 3,000 horsepower. So <laughs> we'll see what's under those covers soon enough. But that's about it for that. Uh, let's get into a little bit of... I don't want to call it politics, but let's call it governmental action. Overreach. Yeah, I wouldn't call it overreach, but some might. No, I'm kidding. Um, the un- it's been a fairly contentious topic, the price of gas in the United States recently. Yes. It and could very well There has been Sorry. a federal push as well as a state-level push to kind of try to help out the 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 general public with this cost now in california is where we see the main state push uh california is trying to give out debit cards for gas purchases and um, reduce the price of public transportation and maybe even make it free for a temporary period where gas prices are ridiculously high because right now the average price of gas in california for regular is five dollars and twenty cents oh, listen we ridiculous. should do that that last thing here train is expensive what uh, train is expensive can we have it be free here for a while oh uh no oh, i have to That's keep paying 180 dollars a month yes um because that's legitimately kind of cheap for a train ride but anyway um too bad so sad yep. uh, so in california they want to give out a debit card of uh it's four hundred dollars for the one card and they say there's a max of two per person i think they do that by how many registered vehicles you have so if you have two vehicles registered to your name you get two cards and you only get one if you have a vehicle registered to your name uh, you get a max of two, so I don't, I don't really know how that's gonna work. Um, I also don't know if this is like actually a thing. I think it is. Um, now, the the thing about this is, um, it's not fully set in stone yet, but most of california supports this push oh i lied about the price of gas in california oh uh it's it's more Ah. (laughs) uh currently the price of gas in california averaged literally as of today is five dollars and 86 (laughs) cents nice that's almost six dollars for regular gasoline that's ridiculous uh, premium is averaging six twenty. That I am so glad I don't live in California. Um, but that's that's what California is looking at doing now. There is a federal level push to do a very similar thing. Uh, honestly, probably not surprisingly, it has been um, sponsored by the re- uh, representative from the state of California. I don't know which one. 
Uh, actually, I could find out. Um, it is Mike Thompson for the District 5 of California. Um, introduced a bill to the Ways and Means Committee to give everyone in the U.S. who qualifies a $100 a month gas rebate. Now, what they mean by rebate, I don't really know if it's going to be just like kind of what they did with the COVID relief where it's a just a tax refund advance, which wouldn't really help anybody, or if it's actually money coming from the government. If it is, there are other problems connected with that. Now, um, it's not just for everyone. Uh, there is an income cutoff. I believe it was like $75,000. Um, if you're filing solo or if you're filing um, as a couple, it's like 150 something thousand dollars. And the $100 a month is purely a baseline. And that gets multiplied. That gets basically you get $100 extra for each each uh, dependent you have. So if you have like five kids, you get $600 a month, which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, I don't honestly see this this uh, proposed bill getting passed primarily because if you've paid attention recently, um, you'll notice inflation's kind of an issue. Yeah, um, it is getting harder and harder and... to find 99 cent Arizona cans. And yes, that is my reference for inflation. You know, it's not a terrible reference because Arizona that cans and do gas are my two lot. references. Yeah. So, the issue with this is where would that money be coming from? So, if they're bringing it straight out of the budget, that's fine. But if they do what the Fed really likes to do a lot of times and just print more money to give it to people, that, that, that doesn't that solve would the be issue. The opposite of a solution. So yeah. let's hope somebody let's hope has that there's a little there's a little brain. pie left of the uh budget that we currently have that they can slice out. Or even I mean, even raise you. taxes a little bit still keeps the money flowing. I mean it also kinda doesn't solve the problem, but it doesn't make it worse. You know what would solve the problem? Well, I mean, taking it out of the military budget. But anyway, that I think we've taken a dive far enough into the u.s governmental system because you know what would fix it stop if we switch to crypto just like how it's gonna fix nice. all the problems yeah definitely anyway um that's that i think we're about wrapped up we are um this has been recording right yes okay the reason i ask is uh my my timer uh, is still at zero 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 for recording. I'm gonna guess that's, that's just the timer that's glitched. Uh, yeah, the timer glitches out like that. I've never actually seen that I timer have. go. Have you? 